the grand finale We coming through with the Madden family And only the baddest athletes gonna survive When you see four or five of my guys Piling up on top of you in front of your eyes Feel the impact, dual shock starts to kick back And yo, it's Madden 2001 You need to get that And feel like you in the game playing for real It's like royalty, so nil It's like hot one, hot two NFL fans, welcome to another edition of This Week in the NFL here on the North-South Connection Podcast Network. We are at that uh, hype week, as they call it, the week in between the conference championships and the Super Bowl. We had a couple of conference championships, one exciting game, one potentially the worst game we've watched. Put it this way, belonged on a Thursday night with Russell Wilson playing quarterback. For one of the teams. Ugly stuff, but Super Bowl is set. We have the Kansas City Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles after a year where it was very interesting. It seemed like there are a lot of different teams that could make it. There was parody. The two one seats make it. Go figure. I'm here, as always, joined by the three man booth, Mr. John D'Amato. John, great to see you this week. How's it going? Uh, pretty good. We had to. Uh... We, we had to recover for the uh, from the shenanigans of the uh, weekend, uh, our, our shenanigans uh, and the game too. So it's a, it's a nice uh, a nice recovery week with the, not much going on this weekend, and and then next weekend we'll get uh, intense into the into the matchups. And uh, this week we could just uh, reflect a little, and uh, it's a little sad. We only have one game left, and uh, you know I'm not, not going to be talking to you guys weekly, but that, that's a little sad too. But uh, we'll make the best of it. Yeah, and. I mean, I'm only recovering from the uh, the stomach virus I had, <laughs> oh, yeah, unfortunately, um, over over the course of our vacation. I was, um, you know, I, I I was healthy, healthy right in time to, you know, head back head back to be head back to the office. So I don't know if that's exact. I don't know if that's exactly how you draw it up, but we powered through. Why I was feeling a little better for the conference championship games, thankfully, so I got to watch those. And yeah, just a crazy week. And you know, John, we won't talk every week on the on the this week in the NFL, but I'm hopeful that we'll talk every week, regardless, one one way or the other. And the other member of our three man booth, Cowboy Senior, Cowboy Senior, licking his wounds. Tough week, Cowboy Senior. How you doing? Uh, you know, it's not like I'm a diehard 49er fan or something. I was just pulling for him because I picked him and I kind of took a liking to him, but. Yeah, I'm fine. I didn't have any shenanigans last weekend. I wasn't sick. I'm nice and relaxed here. <laughs> Looking forward to a Super Bowl. And realistically, you got to say, as as fans as we are, who our teams are out, it's kind of nice that we're looking at a Super Bowl coming up where it, the way things have shaken out, we it's hard to argue that we don't have the two best teams in football matching up for the Super Bowl this year, which you can't say that every year. So should be really good. Looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it as well. So let's dive right into the games, guys. So first game, we were all we're all excited. Niners, Eagles, great matchup on paper. And then just disaster, disaster strikes for for the 49ers. We'll never really know how this would have gone because the 49ers um an injury of their own making, I will say, by uh, go, you know, putting a tight end one-on-one with Hassan Reddick early in the game. 
he crushes Purdy, injures Purdy's UCL. Purdy can no longer throw. Josh Johnson comes in. He gets a concussion in the second quarter. And as they say, that was that. So the uh, the Niners had to play most of the game with a quarterback who could not throw more than maybe five yards downfield. Um, John and I were talking about this. I think, yeah, of course, you don't know what would have happened if Purdy stayed healthy. But there were there were there was a bit of uh, Kyle Shanahan in big games itis coming out here. We had you know some some big time undisciplined play on defense from the Niners that you hadn't seen much of this season. I mean, I think one drive in particular, they they got four kind of legitimate penalties to keep the drive alive and Philly ended up getting a touchdown. Um, the aforementioned kind of poor game planning to have a tight end manned up on that pass rush. Just, just a tough day overall for the Niners. On the Philly side, I mean, it's tough to, I mean, they played good, I guess, but I mean, they really haven't, haven't been challenged yet in the playoffs. So it's real interesting to like, it's not like they set the world on fire as a game. They, they, that was over essentially in the second quarter. So John, what were your takeaways here? Like, was Philly super impressive to you? Was this more of a case of bad luck for the Niners? What do you got? Oh, all all the above. Uh, not, not to take anything away from Philly, they they did what they were supposed to do. They dominated, and uh, that 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 front four and uh, with even reserves, they just keep coming with Reddick and uh, Brandon Graham, et cetera. They're gonna uh, they're gonna continue to be a problem in in uh, next week too. But uh, also, you, you you nailed it with, with Shanahan. That was a, that was a egregious the uh, missed uh, the missed challenge. Or, all or the missed challenge. Of, yeah, that was I, really bad. Yeah, uh, the, of course the uh, the dominating story is the the quarterback uh, going down and, and trying to win a game with Josh Johnson. But but you you, you got to help him out. The, if you're supposed to be an elite defense like like the 49ers are, but let, let's go back to uh, about ten years. I think it was like a 2011 championship. Uh, it was a Chicago and Green Bay. Uh, a shout out to our boy Timmy Swampka, who we hung out with uh, this weekend, and all the Bears fans that uh, listen. Uh, if you remember that game, our uh, Cutler went down like, like, like the same similar situation on the first drive, and they had the and they tried to win the game with Caleb Henry. They didn't, but the final score was only 21-14. The Bears defense really shut down uh, Rodgers. If if the uh, the 49ers uh, would have gave a little better performance, they could have at least st- stayed in the in the game. Uh, even if when they they tied it up, you figured they'd get some momentum, and uh, they just let Philly uh, run it right down, run it right through them, 150 yards on the ground. That's not an elite defense, uh, also. But 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 that that challenge is egregious. You gotta have a you gotta have a guy up in the booth. That that's your main guy. I know as a coach, there's a hundred things going on that, that you can't you can't catch everything. But you have to have one your your main guy, your consigliere, your Tom Hagen, uh, Silvio Dante. That, that's saying, hey, he he's got to be on that challenge right away and say, coach, you got to challenge that right, right away. Uh, so so and, the, I mean the real the tell right guy is yeah the real tell John was I mean we saw it on this on the TV was Smith the guy who supposedly made the catch. You know, every every other guy in the league, they get up like greatest catch, big first down sign, big yeah, huge yeah. fourth down play. Yeah, well, the first thing he said, snap, he got up snap, and said, snap, go, yeah. go, 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 yeah, hike yeah, it. Because he knew he didn't. Yeah. As it, soon it, as you it, see him do that, you yeah. have to, especially on a fourth down play, you, even without the booth talent, you have to throw the fourth. You have to throw the challenge flag. Well, there. and maybe 
Maybe not. Okay. This is, this is something I was thinking, you know, that was early. That was in the first half. And maybe you don't want to quote, lose your challenge that early, but one thing you can do it because let's face it, they, they lined up so fast that we hadn't seen a replay yet that showed the drop. Yeah, you can just call timeout too. Call timeout. Yeah. And you may never have to throw your challenge flag. And it, it gives your guy in the booth time to look at it. And it gives them time to look at it. And they, they might have overturned it before you even threw the challenge flag. You but know, that's your, that, that's first your first one. He had, he had all his timeouts. Call yeah. timeout. Either way, I mean, he had a he had a number of either but, either one of those options. What you can't do is just let them quick hike it. No, no, not. And it was a fourth down. It was a huge play. No doubt. Yeah, that's about like it. a turnover. Yeah, that's yeah. like a turnover. And also, you get a you get another one, so it, it would have been worth it. But also, they they may look into to changing the rules because now you have these uh you know so called expedited. They have to be more consistent with these so called expedited challenges. Which that's what I mean. If you were to call timeout, that that might have taken care of it. It would have. Yeah. But the, I mean, I, credit to the Eagles for getting up there and forcing Shanahan into non-action. But, I mean, real blunder. Real bad blunder. Yeah, they may have to look into uh, what the NCAA do, does. They they do a better job with that, with the uh, expedited. And not, not so much leaving or putting all the pressure on the uh, on the coaches. Because uh, uh, especially the bottom line is you want to get the play right. Right. You don't, you don't want the team to get over. So that's the bottom that's line. That's something I... I was thinking watching the game at that in the first half too after the first three touchdowns. I'm saying, you know, it's it, it the game's over because of the quarterback situation, but the Eagles three touchdowns were that was one of them. So, it wasn't really legit. It was fourth down. The the drive was over. Then the next one, I think there were three or four penalties on third down that gave them first yeah. downs. Lot, and then the one after that was when Josh Johnson fumbled the snap that was right in his hands yeah. and gave him the ball on like the 15. I, I know, well, I know, see, but as talk a, about as making it easy defense. on the Eagles, I mean, my God. It, yeah, but as and an elite not, defense. You can't take that away from them, I know. I mean, it's not their fault that the, the 49ers were handing them the game, but it wasn't, it wasn't anything that the Eagles were doing that was super impressive. And I know their defense played really, really good, their front, but I mean, when you don't even... I've I've never heard, seen a you know you're in a conference title game and there literally is no threat of a pass and you know it. I can kind of makes things pretty easy for a defense, right? Yeah, so but we'll, we'll see what the Eagles are really made of this week. But I'm not saying I'm not impressed with them. I'm not saying taking it away from them because it's not their fault. I mean the game was handed to them. They did what they had to do. That's fine. You know they didn't have to do anything else. But they they didn't do anything super impressive. I, I was just disappointed to Ford and I at least hold them to a field goal or something. Even after the, uh, at the 40 cent, after the turnover, you know, hold them to a field goal or something, uh, you know, and the penalties were all legit. They were, they were on them. I just, oh, uh, definitely. definitely. Yeah, I, I just thought that even with the quarter, they could at least made it a, a made a game and of it. Even you with could the quarterback. Situation. You can well, argue, well, you could argue, shot, you know, that the, that, that, the Josh Johnson fumble is on Shanahan too. There's a minute and 10 seconds left or whatever. Yeah. It was. And yeah. You're down 14, seven, 14, seven, you're getting the ball at halftime and you got this guy who hasn't taken a snap in however many years. Like, I mean, there's a, there's a world, right. Where, where you just, you just hand the ball off and get to halftime instead Olsen, of, instead Olsen of, was a, right? Olsen was kind of alluding to that, but, uh, but you know, what fooled him. The first play was a nice little uh, 11 yard pass to, to Samuel, so 
they got the confidence going. And then what happened? And the, the next uh, play, the snap that hits him right in the palm of both of his hands. And not because only does he that, drop it, that, he doesn't even fall on it. That fumble in the subsequent that fumble in the subsequent touchdown really touchdown, ended the it. game. Yeah. Yes. Because yeah. now you're down and, and I mean it's all cause and effect, right? But now you're down two touchdowns. Yeah, you have to, to throw. You have yeah. to throw, and then Josh Johnson gets hurt throwing, right? Like yeah. if it's fourteen seven and they had just had a nice drive where McCaffrey ran right through them. If they can get the ball at halftime, score again, keep it close. You can really lean on your running game. Not not like they had to the whole game where we got a quarterback who can't throw. But that that sequence turned the game from a competitive game into a, into a total joke. And um, yeah, I mean, the Niners, the Niners will be back. I, you wonder what they're going to do at quarterback. Um because now Rogers publicly said he's not going there. Obviously Brady retired again, so he's not, so he's not going there. And you, you know the stuff you read, and I don't know that I disagree. Is are you doing your team a disservice by having this this great of a team with either Mister Irrelevant or a yeah, completely yeah. or a completely unproven Trey Lance as your starting quarterback? Are they going to be? Are they going to like, do they just bring back Jimmy G like that? That that makes sense to me if they can do it. Um, mm. Are they in, are They've they already... in the market for a guy like Carr? The, the, I know Shanahan said Jimmy G's not coming back. So exactly. it's like, are they are they really are they really can that convinced with Purdy? that they're that that's that's the guy that that should be leading this. It's it's a real interesting situation, senior. Oh, well, they convinced enough with Purdy and the combination. I mean, they gave a lot to draft Lance. <laughs> you know, so so they obviously think something of him. And Purdy proved that he can play. Unfortunately, he's injured, and you don't even know if he'd be ready opening day now if he has to have that surgery. But, yeah, it is an interesting situation. But do you roll the dice and say between these two guys, one of them is going to be be able to do the job for us? I mean, Purdy showed that he could, Purdy showed that he could he could get it done if he's healthy. He he played really well up until this game, and you can't judge you can't judge anything on this game. He got knocked out so early. Yeah, I mean, he didn't play that good in the Cowboys game either. So I mean, he did like it's I don't know with this offense. I I would I would if I was the GM, I would think about trying like at least have some kind of veteran that you that you know. Yeah, it's going to come in and at least be serviceable. Maybe not like you. a big money, not like a big money, like a car or whatever, but like a Tannehill level or something like that. was probably going to come. Oh, out he'd be fine. I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we'll see. Great. Good year for the Niners. Real, real crappy way to end it. It was a um, yeah. just an awful game to like when conference championship games, it's like a worst case scenario. If one of them is just unwatchable. And that was. That was as bad as any game, just because of the, because of the fact that the Niners couldn't pass, was as bad as any game I've watched all season. It just wasn't even really fun to watch. There was no drama. It was oh, just you know. more. It was just sad more than anything. Yeah. I mean, the couple of balls he threw, he didn't throw a ball that went past the line of scrimmage. He said he couldn't. He said the longest yeah. after the game. He said the longest he could throw was ten yards. I mean, yeah. he might as I mean, well throw me back there. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. sad to have a conference championship game come down to that. It was too bad. 
and, and then also with hindsight, should should they have dressed a third guy? I guess like why when both your quarterbacks are healthy, but it's yeah, it's just awful. And yeah. the frustration uh, too in the fight, you don't like to see that in the championship game. It's uh, you know, Trent with Trent Williams and stuff getting frustrated. That was, <laughs> yeah. that was bad to see. Reminiscent of the Seahawks Patriots Super Bowl when they started the fight in the end zone after we oh, did yeah. the interception. Yeah. Yeah. Classless losers. <laughs> All right. And so the Eagles are in and it might be the least tested <laughs> Super Bowl team in a long time, the way it all worked out. The Eagles are in, and then the game of the weekend, obviously, Joey B going into Arrowhead. I think we talked about it a little on here. Um, the Bengals really talked a lot of junk before this game and the Burrowhead stuff, and I think you saw – that that's like whatever, like, you know, with the stuff Kelsey said after the game that the, the, the chiefs really used that as fuel. Um, Mahomes clearly limited, clearly limited came out and with the top three receivers all getting hurt in the game still did enough to get it done. It was really, it wasn't, it wasn't like this offensive shootout kind of game. And I don't think it was even like it wasn't that well played, but it was a lot of drama, a lot, a lot of drama. And honestly, right up until right up until Osai pushed him and set up the field goal. I think I still would have told you I thought the Bengals were going to win. I thought with with the lack of receivers, I thought they just looked like the better the better team out there. But real interesting. They had when Reed punted from the 35 yard line or the 36 yard line and Burrow got the ball with, I think it was about two and a half minutes left, just needing to drive for a field goal. It seemed like it was all set up, could not have been set up better for him to kind of take that mantle as the guy, the quarterback went into Arrowhead, beat Mahomes again, and they just couldn't get it done on that drive, kick the ball back to Mahomes with less time and regardless of how it happened, he did get it done and proved why he is the, he is the best player in the national football league today. So that, that's, that's my analysis, just high level. What do you think senior? Well, one, there's a, there were a few key times to me. Um, if you remember with about, I want to say there was about seven minutes left in the game and Cincinnati had the ball with the game tied and on first down, they, they got like seven, seven and a half yards. And this is a key time in the game. If you can get a ball control drive here, you can put the game away, right? Pretty much. And perfect first down play, just what you want. And I don't, I don't have a problem with taking a shot, but I don't burrow. Uh, I don't know who you're going to put it on, but on second and three, he took a shot down the left sideline to um, to chase, and he overthrew him. And then on third and three, instead of, you know, neither play, you're going to just try and get the first down. He took another long shot down the right sideline to T. Higgins, and it got intercepted. And, okay, the interception's like a punt. That's fine. 
that's fine. I, I, I can see that. But it was a great can, play by the I defensive back. Oh, even if it's an incomplete, though, the, the, the drive's over, right? Why are you taking two long shots there? When you got, it, it's a time where a ball control drive looks good, and you got seven yards on first down. You're in a perfect position to try and get your first down, you get the first down and, just, you know, control the ball, keep it going. Okay, you took one shot, but two? I don't get it. I thought that was that was iffy. And then the end of the game, when it comes down to the end, you talked about him having the ball with two and a half minutes left. It's stars make plays, right? And Chris Jones takes a, gets a huge sack on third down. Chris Jones is a super player. He makes the play in the clutch. And then, man, something we've seen, we saw with the Patriots and Jets and, you know, at, 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 at a critical time like that, end of game, tie game, and you're punting, what the heck are you doing punting the ball right down the middle of the field where it can be returned? And then, okay, you did that. You didn't do a good job of covering the punt. Sky Moore returns it almost to midfield. Then Mahomes somehow sucks it up and makes that incredible run. And then you make a bonehead play for a penalty to set up the winning field goal. So that last two and a half minutes, one team really showed up and the other team didn't do anything right. And usually the Bengals are a team that are clutch and it didn't go that way. But kudos to the Chiefs for, for playing well in the big moments. And that's what that game came down to. They came back, they got it done. Both of the touchdown passes by Mahomes were plays that not too many human beings who've ever walked the face of the earth could make those plays. <laughs> they were incredible. He's but incredible. Even, you know, without the legs, man, his, everybody talks about his legs, but his arm, I mean, he's, his, his arm is magical too. Like, like we think what separates him is the stuff that he does out of the pocket and all the creativity. And that's just so true. But they were showing the stats before the game. Um, from passing in the pocket, he led the NFL in every every possible category. He had 35 touchdown passes from the pocket more than anybody. He had his QBR was like 87 from the pocket, the highest in the league. And yet he's the most creative guy we've ever seen when he gets out of the pocket. And he's got a cannon. His arm yeah, is his arm's like extraordinarily he's so good strong. In the pocket and and that's also why he's so good when he I mean he can make throws back against his body and that's all his arm, you know. So yeah, he's he's amazing. There's no doubt about it. And I mean, I hope he's healthy. I'd rather see him. I hope he's the healthier, the better for the Super Bowl, because you want to see both teams at their best. You want to see the Chiefs finish this off, too, and win the Super oh, Bowl. Definitely, I mean, definitely. he is. I know um, who I'm rooting for. Yeah. I, I mean, I was real happy for Mahomes in this game because I, I don't think Joe Burrow's on his level. And there was a lot of talk of that. And. John, I mean, one guy had all his weapons out there. And, I, you know, the, the play Senior talks about with – the Burrow believes in Higgins and Jason. He should. So if he sees single coverage, he's throwing it up. I think, they're, I think it happens 100 out of 100 times. And the chase play was a bad throw. The, Bar, the, the Higgins play I thought was a pretty good throw. The defensive back just made an incredible, an incredible tip. But – um, John, one of the things that stuck out to me early was that the Chiefs had kind of multiple chances to really ex- to really I'm not going to say put the game away, but extend the lead 
and they couldn't do it. They were kicking field goals, and it really had a feel of a kind of game where the, it felt like the Chiefs should be up 21-3 like they were last year, and it, was, and it wasn't. It was only a one-score game, and I thought that was really spelled doom for them, but they, they were able to hold it together. What were your thoughts? Yeah, uh, a, a lot of the similar uh, uh, things that Senior brought up uh, stuck out to me. The uh, the great defense and the the inability uh, uh, two times in the in the fourth quarter where where it looked like the Bengals were gonna were gonna take over and uh, uh, Kansas City's uh, underrated defense uh, forced them to punt. And uh, hey, you guys may make fun of me that I liked you know like the nine to six games, but this was this was a really a uh, well played uh, game by both defenses. Twenty three twenty, a perfect score. And you know both of these defense for, for those of these, both of these defense to hold to hold the the teams within the twenties was, was a great job and and especially the Chiefs in the fourth quarter that that's where you make your money and that's uh that that goes back to Spagnolo defense uh, he he sometimes looks a little weak but in, in the fourth quarter he always gets his, he always is able to get a pass rush going uh, you know going back to the giant giant days and uh, and and now with Clark and Jones. Uh, but really impressive to to hold the the Bengals to those two punts in the fourth quarter, and, and that's what turned the game. And also, uh, you, you talked about how the Chiefs had to give up uh, Hill uh, in the off season, and their offense wasn't going to be as dynamic. But they they got draft picks, and uh, and and you got to make the good draft picks. Like uh, the, the first round draft pick was uh, the McDuffie, the cornerback, excellent. Uh, yeah, made some great plays. Uh, the, the that underrated, and he's going to be a, a stud. And uh, Carl Loftus too on, on the line, so. Sky Moore was their second round pick. He hasn't been great yeah. all season, but that punt return was huge. <laughs> so yeah, he he made up for it. Yeah, he, they were expecting a lot of big things. He hasn't he, he didn't do much in the regular season, but uh, uh, you might see a lot more of him in the uh, in the bowl. We'll we'll get to that you know, more next week as a, as a receiver because with their receivers hurting. But yeah, that was a. Uh, uh, but it takes two. The all uh, like you guys mentioned the awful kick. Uh, a 54-yard kick, but it was a line drive right into right into the middle of the field. Just a, you know, a Matt Dodge special, uh, an awful play like that. But uh, Romo's talking about uh, you know one thing he talked about how Mahomes is going to is becoming the Michael Jordan of the the NFL, and uh, that that was an excellent comparison because he made some plays that uh that 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 only the great ones uh, can. Those two touchdowns were amazing, and Valdez Scantling uh, uh, skipped, stepped up his game, made some great catches as the uh, with all the receivers dropping like flies. But you know we'll see though because uh, you know if you want to be Michael Jordan, uh, Jordan never lost in the finals, and uh, I think he only lost in the in the conference finals only once. So so Mahomes already has one loss in the Super Bowl and one loss in the in a championship game. So he's got to uh, he's he's got to continue to to do the job, but. The, he can't play much better than he did here. Just uh, carried the team on his back, and as a leader too, lifting guys up and uh, not doing any any knucklehead players. And uh, uh, these guys, these two teams are going to be going out uh, for ten years. All, all that trash talk and stuff. Okay, okay the, uh, the the Chiefs got it this year, but you know, next year it could, it could be the other way around. But all, all the games, even the games that the Bengals, the last three that the Bengals won, they all they all turned on a, a couple plays or two. So for these guys to you know after the to, to talk all this and that like they dominated it's uh, a lot of these times it comes to a break here that i mean obviously the the call the call was obvious and they had they had to call the uh, the rough and the pass but 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 if you play it back the one of the uh, offensive linemen had had to had to had the defender in a chokehold so that could have been all set in penalties and uh because I was really looking forward to overtime. I, I was really upset when that play uh, went down. But uh, it could have. You know, it could we have. Got robbed, we got robbed of an overtime. But yeah, you had to call it. It was obvious. But but also you could say that 
you know, and every play does holding. So, you know, when it comes down to officiating, it's they got a tough job, man. But, uh, yeah, and the one thing, John, the one thing I think, and we haven't talked about it too much, but I think this is a better game in the Super Bowl for one major reason, right, is – I can't imagine what that Eagles pass rush would do to that awful banged up Spangles offensive line. I mean, the chiefs have Chris Jones is a great player. The chiefs have a pretty good pass rush. And I mean, but they looked like the 85 bears putting pressure on borrow. The Eagles have this historic. Yeah. You could give uh, 15 times or something. Yeah. You give Hassan Reddick the MVP. If it's uh, if it's the Bengals, you could give it to him before the game. Sure. But well, it's also uh, another indictment on the Bills' defensive front. Oh, because yeah. that Bengals' offensive line didn't just hold them Shredded up; they dominated them. them. Shredded them, yeah. They completely dominated the Bills' defensive yeah. front. That's pretty sad. And the Jordan comparison thing, maybe this uh, the high ankle sprain, which is a really hard injury. Most guys can't even play with it. The high ankle sprain NFC title game is going to be the parallel to the flu game. There you go. I told you guys it was going to be a Willis Reed Mahomes performance. Yeah. You guys got to just listen to me next time. <laughs> the famous, uh, the famous food poisoning uh, pizza in uh, in Utah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Or Paul ba- ba- Pierce getting carried off the court and then coming <laughs> oh, back. <God>. Miraculous. <laughs> yes. Miraculous. Um, uh, but over overall, it's a game. It's a game I'm happy I watched. And it doesn't happen too often, but I, I think I'll say for that game, the better team didn't win. I think the Bengals were the overall better team. And one guy, one guy went out, went out there. And I mean, there, there was some Bengals shooting themselves in the foot. But Mahomes, and you don't see this that much in football, but Mahomes really willed this team to victory in this game. And um, it reminded me of another situation where where the better team, I think, didn't win. And that was Texas USC with the game Vince Young had. Where Vince he, just Young, put, right. he put the team on his back and said, they're better than us, but you give me the ball last, we're going to win this fucking game. And that's what this was. Um, we'll talk about it in the Super Bowl preview. The Chiefs need to get healthy. If they do, I think they have a really, really good chance to to win that game. Um, but it's a it's a really interesting Super Bowl. Really, it's not. There's no prohibitive favorite here. Could go a number of different ways. Um, big takeaways from the weekend: the Niners. I think, I think the Niners most disappointing, but also have the biggest excuse. Um, real interested to see what they do on at the quarterback position. Uh, the Bengals, you know, you know, they'll be back. And I think at, at the very least what the Bengals have done and senior, you alluded to this a little bit with your comment a minute ago is entrench themselves as the clear number two right now in, in the AFC. Like there's not like most of this year, there was this clamoring that the Bills were the best team. The Bills were going to overtake the Chiefs as the best team in the AFC I think this year, going into next year, they're a clear number three. Clear, clear number three. Bengals are number two. And that's that. So we have some other stuff, real quick, guys, going on um, in the NFL. The first thing I wanted to talk about, it's real interesting. Real interesting choice by Sean Payton to 
join Russ in Denver, you would think, what, what, John, I'll say John, John, obviously Peyton sees something here, right? Or he's not taking the job. What, what do you, what, what do you think? Do you think, I mean, he, he, like the way I look at it, right? I'll give you my five, five second analysis is he was real successful with a late career Drew Brees who had lost some of the things that made him Drew Brees, but he was still very, very effective. Do you think Peyton sees a similar path here with Russ where he can tweak some things, have him play more within himself and be a be, be effective with a, with a real solid team around him? Yes. And, and also uh, Everybody uh, remembers that Peyton, uh, he, his offense has always established a good uh, running game, whether it was Kamara, Ingram. So I'm, I'm sure he's going to build build that up. And uh, Javante, and, yeah, and also he saw he saw the, the perfect opportunity where where uh, he could take this job, and uh, he's not going to have any upper management uh, harassment. Uh, <laughs> that's why I always thought, yeah, I always thought the Dallas wasn't wasn't going to happen because he he doesn't want to deal with that. That they're giving him the keys and they're going to they're going to get out of his way and and let him run it the the way he wants. And uh, uh, and also he you know he's inherited a, a good defense and uh, and uh, you know with Wilson if it, if it doesn't work out you know and I, and I guess in a couple of years they could bail out of that contract, but. Uh, uh, I think he could uh, uh, fix them to at least make them uh, more competitive. Uh, obviously, which which would you know which wouldn't take very much. good defense, very yeah. good defense, and real like I receivers, mean they have they have pieces yeah, on offense, and Javante Williams could be a really really good running back too when he comes back. So it's it really is on Russ. What do you think, senior? Well, I think uh, we'll never know this, but I would think that his his first choice would have been the Chargers. Yeah. And it's very possible that the Chargers weren't willing to trade the draft picks yep. to get them. You know, and that's, to me, that would have been a better situation for him. But, you know, this isn't an awful situation. Like you guys said, they do have, they've won a, like at least a top six or seven defense, right? At least. I mean, the defense was on their own a lot of games and kept them in. And like you said, Roger, top-notch running back. You build the offensive line. Unfortunately, you sat saddled with Russ, and oh, maybe <laughs> you can. No, I mean, he, and he looked that bad this year that you say that, right? He really yeah. did. I mean, he didn't just slip. I mean, he went from being a guy who was considered a premier quarterback to just terrible, just absolutely yeah. terrible. Especially so at that price. At that, yeah, at that so price. Yeah, that's a heck yeah. of a reclamation project. To get it to get him to be effective again, I don't know. We'll see if Peyton can work some magic. But it's not like he's he's taking on a team that has no strengths. They, the defense is as good as there is, and yeah, you, like John said, you try and build a running game and you know have Russ be a, a game manager, which was something we've never thought of Russell Wilson as. But that's basically, I think that might be the best you're going to get out of him now, and you might be able to win like that. I'm not saying you're going to win a Super Bowl, but you might be able to be a good, you know, a decent team. That's that's the best he could hope for. But I, I honestly think he would have preferred to go to San Diego. I mean, there's no doubt about it, right? I mean, you, if you look at the talent on the team, that would have been a great landing spot for him. Have him replace Staley, and if he if he would if he would have taken if he would have gotten the San Diego job, 
they'd be talking about them as a major contender right now. You're certainly not talking about the Broncos as a major contender next year. So we'll see. Quite interesting. Quite interesting. And you you had heard that the the ownership there wasn't going to be willing to pay Wilson and that I'm sorry Peyton and that that's part of uh, part of why he came back. And then I'm sorry why he uh, did not end out with the Chargers and why they kept Staley. Um, good get by the Chargers though. I know we we sh- you know everybody likes to <laughs> crap on the Cowboys. John and I went to a live event in in um texas over the weekend and it was it was a wrestling thing and the, the to say that the folks are still salty we we heard a lot of negative negativity coming from both the stage and the crowd about dak like real poor, ugly poor stuff dak. Yeah. <laughs> a, let's just say he's not getting any free drinks in texas we'll just say that um but kellen moore is a good offensive mind. I think it was ridiculous. I mean, I do you think, John, do you think the Cowboys let him go or it was truly a mutual thing? Because that is a nice, real, a great landing spot for him, right? If you're him, it's probably a better yeah. place to work than Dallas. I think it, yeah, I think it was mutual because they picked him up like an hour later. <laughs> that, that, was, that was in uh, no time there. But uh, as much as uh, McCarthy gets crapped on for, you know, game management and stuff like that, his offenses are always uh, – Always up in the, you know, at the top ten. He always he always has a role. You know, offense always puts up a lot of points. So with him with him calling the plays, we'll see. Yeah, yeah, and it's a nice spot for more. Like I think he'll help that offense, and hopefully help get the most out of Herbert Senior. Um, one of the one of the knocks. On their on their offense is too many short passes, right? Exactly. And yeah. Well, you got more more with an electric arm. Yeah. But more, I mean, Moore's offenses. I mean, Dak certainly isn't afraid afraid to push the ball down the field the last few years. So, I think it's a I think it's a pretty good fit there. Yeah, definitely could be. It's going to be interesting to watch. Yeah, to unleash that kid. I mean. <laughs> Kids, the kids senior, got senior, your, senior's 2024 Super Bowl picks already in, John. He's riding, uh, he's riding yeah. the Herbert train until until it <laughs> uh, until it happens. So it's gonna be interesting then, to see who the whoever the Raiders get as quarterback. Uh, maybe it's gonna be a year later. Last year, everybody's talking about, oh, that division, anybody can win it, and you know, yeah. the Chiefs, the Chiefs kind of got put to the side. So it's that that's it's gonna be a fascinating uh, division uh, next year. Yeah, yeah, yep, they were absolutely. Actually, they were actually talking heads like experts that you see that picked the Chiefs to come in last place in the division. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds completely ridiculous now, but and when they were doing it, everybody was saying, yeah, well, this division, anybody could be first. Anybody could be last. This division's yep. that good. Yeah. Then they started playing the games. <laughs> yeah, <you know>? exactly. <laughs> yeah. And so... We don't have to spend too much time on it because I believe the last time it happened, we spent a whole bunch of time on it. But um, Brady retired again this week. <laughs> yeah. It was a little surprising to me. I thought he would, uh, you know, I thought it looked like he still had some some juice left in the tank and there were some pretty decent options out there for him. He he came out and said it's really for real this time. I, you know, tend to believe him. It's I, I mean, I guess in this day and age, it, you know, it would be very easy to go back on that. But, you know, you kind of look like an idiot going back on it when you say it like that. Um, what I had said last time, and I'll say again, is the, you know, the single 
you know, best, greatest athlete that I've ever had the the pleasure of rooting for. Um, potentially, you could call him the greatest athlete in the in as far as success in professional sports history. Um, I'm just happy he was he was on my team. Love the guy. He can never do wrong with me. I don't care what he does. Great career, Tom. If you come back, we'll root for you. If not, enjoy uh, enjoy fun in the sun, and maybe we'll see you in the booth soon. Senior, you got anything to add? Yeah, thanks for everything, Tom. What else can we say as Patriot fans, right? Yep, anything he does is good by me. <laughs> Obviously, he's he's got a free pass with us and then some. Him and, him and Big Poppy. <laughs> there you go. Whatever they do is good. And it's not too bad. It can't be too rough retiring when you got a $375 million TV deal sitting there. <laughs> That's not too bad. So Could be worse, senior. Exactly. Yeah, it's, Could it's, definitely it's not bad be worse. Tom Brady, but he, he's earned it. I mean, he, he worked his ass off his whole career. So good for him. Enjoy retirement, Tom. You totally earned it. John, anything to add for Tom? Uh, at least he did it uh, classier this time. He made it short and sweet. And he admitted that you know last year was a little, little bit extra. But uh, as uh, as in the one percent of uh, not a Brady hater and uh, not a Brady uh, fanboy, uh, I admired the, the talent and all the records. Of course, uh, you, you can't deny that as, as him as the greatest. So, good luck, Tom, and hopefully uh, you'll you'll be a little better in the booth than Tony Romo. Um, poor Tony's falling off a cliff. Hey, listen, I, I was on that train, uh, now everybody's uh, stealing my thunder. I was on that uh, a couple of years ago. Now everybody's uh, hopping on the bandwagon. There you go, John. You've always been like a renaissance man. Nah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do the opposite. Now I got I got to take a side because because if you if you uh, listen real tight, you 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 see that Nance doesn't give him uh, no help. A lot of times uh, he'd be putting stuff out there, and uh, Nance uh, gives him the silent treatment. So like like you notice the other one, like Burkhart really is helping Olsen out, you know, feeding into him, you know, creating a conversation and, and stuff. Nance sucks. Nance I mean, is on his own. Yeah, Nance had issues with, what's his head too, right? Sims? Sims, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, they started off real good and then they went down. Uh, yeah, they were, were really down. Nance is on his own. Nance is like thinking about how he wants to do golf and all that stuff. So, yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> stuff. All right, gents. But, uh, See, I, I, John, I anything you guys... else you wanted to hit on? Yeah, uh, last week we didn't mention it. Are you guys uh, pleased with uh, Bill O'Brien uh, coming in? Uh, sure. Yeah. Any, ecstatic. Uh, yeah. What is it? A B T. Anybody but Patricia. <laughs> but also to look out for, didn't uh, Gronk like have his greatest uh, years under O'Brien? So I, I would think the tight ends would be uh, happy. Uh, and you would, and you're going to want to pick up the, those tight ends in your, and uh, your. In your vested interest uh, drafts uh, next year. Yeah, right? I mean, John, um, Max it's like. Max should be thrilled, right? Max should be really happy, I think. Yeah. I don't think. They have a relationship. Like, so uh, it's a big improvement. I said it in jest, but it is true. Like, I think there's not a ton of analysis here. Any Anything is better. Literally. <laughs> literally anything. I mean, it's the worst. The I mean, as far as, like most baffling decisions on a coaching staff right yeah. i mean I, I have trouble thinking of i mean saturday right that's it it's the same kind of deal like hey this guy's never done it before 
screw it. Let's put him in charge. Same kind of deal. And and Urban Meyer, it's right up there with 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 that with those horrible decisions. So you saw what saw what getting rid of the Urban Cowboy did for Trevor Lawrence. I'm hoping what getting rid of Big Matt Patricia does the same thing for Mac Jones. On that note, uh, the Colts haven't haven't uh, filled that position yet, and supposedly Saturday's still in the running. Uh, I'm sure Ursay. Oh, gonna... he's going to get hired. They're Ursay <laughs> saying he wants him, and he's getting some pushback from from other people in the front office. That's but Ursay wants to rehire him. If they, um, I I think they're going. This is all Ursay dog and pony show. Just to say that he vetted other candidates and and Big Jeff's coming back. And then they're going to move up in the draft and take a quarterback. And whichever quarterback that is, you can expect to be the bust of this class. Hundred percent. It's like it's like this right. This stuff writes itself sometimes. The script writes itself, as Arian Foster would say (laughs) (laughs) all right guys so for our listeners we will be back um prior to the super bowl with a big slamming super bowl preview we wanted to just get this one in um just to wet the whistle and take a look back at the conference championship games um hopefully when we come back there'll be some there'll be some clarity on this big national story that everybody's concerned with, which is where is Kyrie Irving going to end up? He's such a, such a winner. Where's he going to end up? So we'll see, we'll see what happens there. And the Friars will have played a couple of more games <laughs> between now and then. So we'll see what happens there, but we hope, every, nice. we hope everyone's doing well. We're, it's a deep freeze here in the Northeast. It's the wind chill is supposed to get down to like negative 45 degrees tonight. My house was built in 1840, so not exactly a great situation over here. We'll see what happens. Hopefully, it doesn't turn into an igloo with burst pipes and all this other stuff. Um, but yeah, great, great catching up with everybody. Senior John, any parting shots? Okay, uh, yeah, next week when we talk about the Super Bowl, I'm just as excited about what's happening the night before the Super Bowl, so maybe we'll give it a little mention next week uh, for any uh, MMA fans. We have Makachev, Volkanovsky the night before the Super Bowl. Super fight, top top two guys pound for pound in the world. So that'll, that'll be a great, it's going to be an incredible weekend next week then. Huge fight, huge fight. Well, 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 we can do a nice little preview on that, senior. I have some thoughts. And um, the UFC this Saturday. Am I, did I read it right that the main card starts at one in the morning? Yeah, and it's and it's really nothing special. Yeah, yeah. Prelims ten, main card one. I'm gonna watch it on Sunday. There's, All right, there's I won't. Nothing te- big happening on Sunday, so I'm gonna watch it on Sunday. I won't text you at four a.m. and tell you what happened. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't see the point in staying up till four to watch Derek Lewis and Sergey Spivak. You know? no, Derek Lewis, if you're listening, don't take that the wrong way. He doesn't mean anything by it. We're good. We, we love you here. It's just very late. We're on the East Coast. All right, guys. So for Mr. Mr. D'Amato and for Cowboy Senior, everybody enjoy the weekend. We'll talk to you next week. We're out of here.
Thanks, guys.